Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Slice of Healthcare. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. This is a really cool episode, very excited. We're having Vitals, V-I-T-L-S, on. And they have a really cool story behind why the business was started. So it should be a great episode. Without further ado, let's get Werner onto the show. Hi, Jared. How's it going? Good. Good. Thanks for uh, coming on the podcast. Appreciate it. Of course. It. Of course. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're, uh, we're happy to have you and looking forward to learning more about your company. Uh, I haven't told the audience yet, but I first touched base uh, with Werner about two years ago. Uh, I had a blog called Startup Combos where I interviewed startup companies and Werner was one of the first companies that I decided to interview, which was really cool. And it's kind of funny coming back full circle two years later on a different yeah. channel and uh, in chatting yet again. So, yeah, um, thankfully, we're in the same company. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, uh, I, I think it would be really beneficial for the audience if you could give us a quick introduction about you and your business, uh, and then we can get in. Great. Um, so my background is in business. I'd say I'm a software developer by training. I haven't coded for only 15 years now. Um, my previous company that I founded is, uh, is a platform similar to Uber, uh, but for pre-booking. So if you go on holiday, you'd book transport on our website, similar to the way you book a flight. Um, and we transport uh, people all over the world. We operate in 116 countries currently and uh, transported about 3.7 million passengers last year. So, so it's grown into a big company. I'm not involved actively anymore. Um, and uh, because well, two years ago, I started a, com- a healthcare company called Vitals. Uh, so we started the company because my, one of my sons suffered from febrile seizures, febrile seizures, and uh, which, which is basically almost like an epileptic fit, but it's caused by fever. So we were looking for something that could monitor him and alert or wake us up when he had a fever. Um, and one thing led to another, we ended up starting a company that builds a technology that can do this. Uh, so when I spoke to you last time, we were focused on the consumer market, uh, but after a lot of validation, we decided to pivot to hospitals and um, add more functionality to our product to make it suitable for hospital monitoring. So that's where we are currently. Uh, we recently, three months ago, recent, moved to Houston from South Africa um, to pursue, to, to be able to spend more time on the company and, and not have the constraints of, uh, how do you call it, um, time, time zone difference, which really makes it difficult to work with people in the US if you're seven hours ahead of them. Uh, so it turns into <laughs> late nights and early mornings. So yeah, so that's where we are currently. That's the company. That's a little bit about me. Interesting. Now, I, I know, so that's a great story, and, and it really talks about the idea generation, how it originally came. I, I do want to discuss, because I think it's important for many of the healthcare professionals that either are entrepreneurs or want to get into entrepreneurship, as well as any entrepreneur out there today. When did you know it was the right point to, to pivot? Uh, so we, 
so, so our device was focused on kids because we had the problem with our our son, and um, basically after after speaking to a lot of potential customers, uh, I think we interviewed, we walked around on the streets of San Francisco interviewing I think total of 60, 60 moms or parents. So um, so I think customer validation was the main reason, in, because they they put us in a in a, in a bucket of um, baby monitors. And and uh, that's a very competitive market. So and we didn't want to be a baby monitor. We wanted to be a more a device that that was used when the kid was when the child was sick. So um, so yeah, definitely customer validation. And one of the things we we didn't do with our first company, <laughs> the travel company, but it's it's essential. It's essential. Uh, we found essential for to keep to not only speak to customers in the beginning, but always talk to them and and. Get their feedback. You don't have to use all of it, obviously, but uh, but get feedback. Interesting. So, you're, who is the main party within a hospital that you really deal with? So, so there are a couple of use cases for our device. A couple. There are a lot of use cases for our device. Uh, we decided to focus initially on in-hospital, so or they call it pre-hospital, which is essentially emergency room monitoring. Um, we're working with Texas Children's Hospital on a pilot, uh, RB-approved pilot with them, uh, to tr- so that so they'll use the technology to triage patients in the waiting room and treat them, get them either get them admitted sooner or get them out of the door sooner before they deteriorate um, too much or too far. Um, and and uh, so so essentially we'll we'll be working with the with the emergency medicine team um, and but yeah the, the, there's a there's a lot of, of areas in hospital well there's a, it's our routine is through them and a pilot but then we we start working or, or talking to the IT team after that the value assessment team so there's a lot of a lot of moving parts in a hospital and, and, and departments you have to get through to actually get adoption in the end interesting I really like I really like what you're working on because definitely if you're if you're able to have this early detection like you were saying of patient deterioration uh, lower the length of stay and you're going to lower these uh, the the cost of the treatments that they they would be having yeah. that's really interesting yeah that's a long term gain I'd say short term nurses are inundated with work and and this can help them spend more time on the on the things that are needed if we can take care of, of the patient monitoring side uh, and they don't have to go do it and sterilize the equipment they use and and spend time on on, on um, data inputting that, that data into the medical record if it can be there already then then they can focus on on dealing with the patient and making sure they're comfortable and happy and and uh, focus on their other other tasks um so that's the, the like the surface level help we can provide but the long term yeah it's it's uh, it's in hopefully shortening hospital stays improving care and uh, patient outcomes as well as patient satisfaction if you don't have to be woken up every night every two to four hours to be monitored or two to six hours to be monitored then you'd be a happier patient and hopefully heal sooner or faster if you get um, if you get good sleep yeah, because I remember when uh, 
when you first started the company and we were talking a while back, you were saying the alternative with your son in, in his case was um, you'd have to wake him up, right? Or to check the temperature and that for that situation. And this is going back a yeah. little bit. But that was the way you did it, right? You had to do it manually. Yeah, so we had to sleep next to him. We, we took turns, sleep next to him. At night, and at night, whenever he squirmed or we woke up, we would quickly check his temperature with our in-ear thermometer. And that woke him up and, and uh, upset him. And, um, and then it took a while to get him to sleep, back to sleep. So, yeah, that's essentially what we had to do. That uh, must not have been a great time in your life for getting sleep. <laughs> you must have been sleep-deprived quite a bit. And you were, <laughs> you were dealing with this company. Yeah. With different hours, I mean, kudos to you for, for making it all work. Um, so no complaining for entrepreneurs out there. Oh, yeah. If he had to go through all these di- different things, you know? Yeah, starting a company is always is always tough. So you just make it work, right? What, uh, what would you say are some of your favorite things about being an entrepreneur, specifically in the healthcare space, but you can be broad as well? Okay. Just what do you like about it? Um, so, so I love the, the – so it's always exciting to build something new. Uh, so I enjoy that. Um, I enjoy the reactions we get from physicians and nurses when we talk to them about what we've built um, and, and all the ideas they come up with and how excited they are about what we're doing and keen to start using it. So that's exciting. That, I always enjoy that, uh, even though I sometimes struggle to convey that to, to other people. Um, and what else is there? So I, yeah, it's, it's basically building something new. It's, it's almost like convincing someone that the sky is purple, right? Because, because we have to convince people now that this is worthwhile looking at and worthwhile using or worthwhile investing in. And, uh, and even though it's tough to, to convince people, it is, there's a fun side to it. Um, and, and when, when it dawns on them or when, the light, light comes, switches on the bulb, then that's, that's, that's the fun part. Interesting. I can tell the passion in your voice <laughs> when you talk about what you're doing too, yeah. which is always, it's always depressing when you hear an entrepreneur talk about what they do and they don't sound oh, yeah. enthused because it's like, wait a second here. It's supposed to be, <laughs> What's, a, uh, be like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that passion, you're, you're in trouble. So I can, I can tell you have the passion. Is your wife, is your wife still yeah. involved with the business? Because I know she was originally. She is, there. yeah. She's more involved now. Um, she's very strong operationally. So she's, she, um, I need her. I'm, I'm more, I enjoy working on technology, speaking to the, to the users. And she's the one who, who makes sure that what I, what I say will happen, happens in the back, in the background. So no, she's, she's been pivotal so far. And, uh, and even though she, she, uh, I think she would also enjoy spending more time with the kids. Uh, for now, she's a she's an important part. <laughs> would you Would you say? I remember I watched the uh, one of the Steve Jobs movies oh, yeah. with uh, with Michael Fassbender, and I remember his project manager for that ran the Mac project. Um, it's funny because you said she makes sure what you're saying and keeps <laughs> keeps that in check. Uh, basically, manages expectations, yeah. which is what the uh, Steve Jobs project manager did Does, are there ever times where you want to get really aggressive with certain goals and she needs to say like well let's either tone those down or let's pick those up has that ever come, come yeah up? it does every now and then um i think i think that's 
that's why it's good that she's involved because we complement one another in that sense that that um, she pushes me and and I push her as well boundary wise, um, and in the end we meet each other in the middle and it works. It uh, actually hit what we said we would, and that's good. What advice would you give? Because I know out there there's a lot of either entrepreneurs or wannabe entrepreneurs that are looking to get into this uh, exciting field. What, uh, not, not specifically healthcare in general, but any, any field for an entrepreneurship venture. What advice would you give them when it comes to working with your spouse every day? Because I'm sure there's some out there that go, I could never do that. Mm. Like, how do you make it work? What are some tips? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, so <laughs> definitely try and leave work at work and talk about other things at home. We still struggle with that because for us, the work's almost all consuming in the sense that we came to the U.S. for the company. And and um, so so definitely try and do that, try and separate it. And, and one thing that we've implemented and that's actually been working well and pretty cool is is uh, to to celebrate small victories. Um, and it could be menial celebrations, but it's just acknowledging that. And, and I think that's more an answer to entrepreneur entrepreneurs overall, uh, or being an entrepreneur is that you have to celebrate the small victories because the big ones are few and far between. Um, so so that's one thing that we've implemented and it works pretty well. Um, and. What else? Yeah, I think I think that would be my my advice okay. or my experience. Those make sense. Yeah. My, the biggest thing I see is, and it sounds like you guys are in a really good spot, and you, you're able to manage that whole relationship and make it work, which is amazing. So kudos to both of you. Uh, when it comes to you said celebrate the the small wins and the big wins. What are you doing? Because they do come up when you have these. I, I was telling someone the other day, it's nice when you hit like a positive milestone or a really big milestone. It's like, great. Yeah. And then when you have the, the, the down moments, because mm. when you're down, you're, you, know, you can get down. Yeah. What is your advice when an entrepreneur uh, gets down on themselves? How, how do you say to, what would you say to them to get them out of that funk and, and keep pushing on if it's worth pursuing? Yeah, so so usually, so with me, I'm I'm, I'm the more head in the clouds, one in the company, so so it's always it's always tough to get me down. I think, but it, it, I always go back to why we started it, and and look at what we've achieved so far. And and with us, as I said, we 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 moved here, almost burnt the ships. Uh, in the horror. So, so I don't want to go. It's, it's, yeah, I don't, I don't want to give up. Um, so, so I always think back on what we've given up to be, to get here and what we've achieved so far. And, uh, and, and I think finding someone, having someone you can talk to during those times who, who can help you focus on those, on the times we, on, on the successes and, and what you've achieved so far. And and what your goals are, and what you, and why you've started, I think that helps. So to have that sounding board really helps as well. Excellent. Yeah, I think the biggest one of the biggest problems some 
entrepreneurs run into is they do get down to mm. themselves. And sometimes I, I don't want to tell people like don't at all. Cause there yeah. are points where it's like, Oh wow, this is bad, but you need to have that short term memory. I think <laughs> unless it really is a big issue, right? If this is like, there are going to be issues that come up you that can't ignore, question yeah. like, is this even feasible anymore? Right. And that's, that's another big mistake some will make. They'll, um, like you said, you, and you're, you're this type of person, you'll, you'll always look at what the facts are and what the situation is. I, I would, I don't peg you as someone that would chase something if you didn't truly believe that you can create it into something, uh, of significant value of lasting value. Um, but I, I see some, some entrepreneurs, they do need to learn that this thing they're chasing, is there a real opportunity at some point down the road once they figure it out? And if it's not, really think about it and decide is this something worth going after or is it worth um you know calling it yeah quits? i think some people don't want to quit i agree and, and and part of an entrepreneur is not to quit but but i think if you if you look and that goes back to talking to to the people who's going to use your device and, and or product and and i mean the feedback you keep getting along along the way really helps um, not necessarily only from users, well, definitely not from users, but from people who help you build the product um, and and obviously investors as well. I mean, we've, we've received a lot of no's. Everyone does. Every entrepreneur does um, receive a lot of no's from investors. Uh, so thick skin is important, but but uh, you keep assessing the feedback you get and and if it keeps, if it if it's continually if you're continually challenged around what you're building and, and the feasibility of it, uh, and, and if it's possible to build, um, then yeah, you, should, you should start asking yourself more specific questions. Yeah, it was, uh, I was listening to a podcast the other day on entrepreneurship, and uh, it, was, it was talking about, um, it was talking about, entrepreneurs chasing something and understanding the customer's opinion on it. I think sometimes entrepreneurs chase something because they think, well, this is going to be big. This is a big need. And you'll have customers that say, yeah, I really like it. But until, unless they, it doesn't really become a reality that they truly want it until the, the purchase order comes through, comes through. And um, very interesting. Very interesting. What's uh, what's next? For, for vitals what what do you see in the future what's uh on the horizon uh, so next the, this uh, pilot with or study with Texas children's hospital is um, is a big one for us uh, so, well very important it's it's uh, bigger than we than we thought it was um, after a couple of meetings with him so that's so we're preparing for that uh, we're also in discussions about a couple of other studies um, early stage, early days and discussions, but but uh, looks pretty good. Um, so so next for us is uh, is uh, getting ready to do those studies and have, have successful studies, and we're also then filing for regulatory approval uh, for the US as well as uh, Europe, so CE as well as EPA. And after that, we'll uh, well, and we're raising a round, obviously raising funding, a seed round. Um, which we have received some money already, which is great. I received an amount yesterday as well, which is good news, always. Excellent. Um, and then, and then we'll be ready for um, for market. So, so then that 
that, that changes things. So we have to scale manufacturing, get more staff on board. Uh, so that's the next next phase. Very interesting. How can how can the audience, how can healthcare professionals specifically help uh, help your company? What can they do for you to to help move it along in any way? Yeah, thanks. So so we're always looking for for um, for exper- expertise in in uh, not expertise, more more validation or or other use cases and feedback on what we think. Uh, we should do, we should build, where we should focus. I mean, we've, we've nailed our focus, but but the next step or the next market for us to, to look at or the next use case is always valuable. Um, so I mentioned pre-hospital. There's also, so one of the studies we're looking at is in sepsis. Um, and then in hospital monitoring is, is another study we're looking at on the, on the general ward floor. So, so there's a lot of use cases. So any feedback on that, any validation, any um, so so that's valuable. Obviously, investment. So if anyone, if anyone's interested in, in, in participating in our round, it's a, it's a, it's a seed round. So there's individuals that are investing as well. Uh, so I'd say that. So expertise and um, advice would be great. I mean, funding. Okay. Thank you for asking. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I want to cover one more thing before we close. Okay out on the podcast and we, we tell people where they can reach you and follow you on social media. Uh, a big topic of discussion over the last few podcasts and I should be doing a solo podcast talking about healthcare innovation coming up. It's definitely a topic that I keep my of and I want to ask you, uh, one of the things we're really trying to figure out is how can healthcare professionals, because they're in the situation every single day, it, it can be any situation within the healthcare system or healthcare opportunity, how can they innovate more? Uh, what, what is some advice that you will give any healthcare professionals that are listening to, to innovate more? Because a lot of them have ideas. Maybe they're not acting on them. They're seeing the problems every day. Maybe they don't think uh, it's something worth pursuing, but how can we how can we get more innovation out of health? Okay, that's a good question. I was actually had a, I actually had a similar discussion yesterday with someone at, a, at an event. So uh, I know a lot of hospital systems have started innovation departments, um, and we met with quite a couple, quite a few of them, and they're pretty innovative, um, open to suggestions, open to uh, looking at, techn- at, at ideas from their physicians. Uh, we are actually. We were part of a, a program at the Texas Medical Center's Innovation Institute in Houston. We went through the medical device program, and and they look at companies from early stage to a bit later later stage with ideas. So they um, and they open they open the applications up to physicians as well, who has ideas and and try and connect them with entrepreneurs who can execute those ideas on the business side. So on the business end, so. I'd suggest looking for programs like that um, and hooking onto or jumping jumping on that train and to try and at least validate the the idea and see if it's worthwhile and then and then those type of institutes or the innovation teams at, at health health uh, systems can open up the, can open the doors to move it move it along and get it bring it to fruition. Great. 
Great answer. Yeah, I think, um, and and I think healthcare professionals should not shy away from partnering up with non-healthcare professionals because yeah. I I think it's always great to have an outside view that they're seeing something the same way every single day potentially, mm-hmm. and maybe they present that opportunity to someone on the outside who, you know, has has good business acumen and is entrepreneurial, and maybe there's a way to to pair up and really create something yeah. of significant value. Yeah, and there's a lot of there's a lot of good, there are a lot of good ideas that come out of out of uh, or from people who work in in the industry day to day. It's tough to see it from the outside and figure it out without input from the inside. Absolutely, it's really interesting though. I love I can get lost sometimes, and I have to be careful reading up on all the innovation yeah. uh, innovate uh, innovational you know things happening. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot within within healthcare. It's uh, it's it's crazy. Uh, so I, I want to close out, uh, Werner. Where can people learn more about Vitals? Where can they follow the company and and get in touch if need be? Uh, thank you. So so we 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 have a website. Obviously, we're redoing it now, but it's it's uh, Vitals Inc. So V I T L S Inc. dot com. Um, Twitter is just Vitals Inc or at Vitals Inc. And um, yeah, LinkedIn, we are Vitals hyphen Inc. Vitals hyphen Inc. So please follow us, it'll be great. And hopefully our website should be up in about four weeks, four to five weeks, four to five weeks. So um, so yeah, have a look then. It'll look much better than it looks now. I developed the one we have now, and that's why it looks looks uh, doesn't look as well as as good as it can so we're getting some professional professional <laughs> help with that very nice okay and i'll uh, for everyone listening i'll put in the show notes links to all of your social media as Thank well because i know um it's a little bit easier just to click on it than it is to you know search it and everything yeah. so I'll, I'll have that all set as well as just a quick uh, summary of our of our conversation but uh, definitely, if anyone's interested in helping out uh, Werner's company and, and taking, I mean, he's going to take it to the next level. I have no doubt in that. But uh, just uh, it's always nice for healthcare professionals to, uh, to help out these innovate, innovational uh, products yeah. and uh, companies. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Uh, I look forward to uh, hearing in another two years, <laughs> how, uh, how things are shaping yeah, out. Thank you. But I'm sure we'll talk before then. Let's let's not let it go no, long. No, time, not again. It's great to catch up. And um, everyone, definitely go check out Vitals and uh, and follow what they're Thanks doing. Thanks so much, Jared, for the time. I appreciate it. All right. You, you have too. a good day. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you to everyone who listened to this episode. Please be sure to check out Vitals on all of their social channels, which are available in the show notes, as well as Slice of Healthcare on our social channels, which are also available in the show notes. And stay tuned for another episode of Slice of Healthcare coming up in the coming weeks. Thanks and have a great day. podcast you just heard was recorded with anchor if you want to make your own download the android or ios app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast that's anchor.fm slash podcast